if we're gonna play games. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need a cup of coffee. Ah, the good cop, bad cop routine? Not exactly. Time for Geocache Talk, whether you're at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and my patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, and Jeff Arbaugh. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash geocachetalk for more details. Patrons get path tags, which should be here this week, by the way. I'm seeing that it should be here hopefully tomorrow, and I hope they look good. We're waiting to see. Uh, It looked good, but in real life, you know, when they come in, we'll have to (laughs) take a look at them, but I think they're going to be good. Uh, Then later on, we're going to do coins, other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events, uh, which we're scheduling one uh, very soon. Uh, it's only for patrons. Uh, support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Tonight we have um, some news from geocaching.com. We have a weekly product tip. and let's, So let's just jump right into show number 11 for August 21st. Let me see if I get this right now. Okay, show 11. Uh, as I welcome my friend Jesse Lunsford, a.k.a. Memphis Mafia. Jesse, thanks for for joining the show tonight. Happy to be on. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, Jesse's a uh, a good friend. If he uh, is willing to be on the show um, about five minutes ago, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I do appreciate you uh, stepping in. Chris uh, couldn't make it. Uh, not sure why yet, but we'll find out later. Uh, I'll have him on some other time. Uh, Geocaching News is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at uh, ftfgeocacher.com. And there's a couple things in here, and Jesse, definitely chime in as we we talk about these. Uh, The first one um, was, I guess, the conclusion to the duck race, which was uh, ended with uh, with an event yesterday. Um, we had an event, it was raining torrential rains here in, in Greenville, uh, which made it kind of funny. We had a duck race, uh, uh, event, but everybody got together. Everybody had a, a, a good time. We kind of, uh, scattered, uh, at, after that for the r- uh, rains coming in, but, uh, we at least had the event. Did you, did you happen to go to an event yesterday or did you have an event? You do a lot of events. We do host a lot of events. We didn't go to one this year, and we didn't host one either. This uh, is also our anniversary weekend, so yes. we'll that kind of trumps it. So we were uh, we <laughs> went to a little town, a little mountain town here in Colorado, and uh, there was no geocaching events close by, and we didn't really want to to spend the time doing that. We did a good hike, but we didn't we didn't do any events. So we sent our little duck racer out there, but 
I don't even know if it made it to an event. I haven't checked. We just got in the door about an hour ago, so. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about uh, a little bit about your uh, your weekend because it really was cool. I loved uh, your little uh, uh, photo you put up on uh, Twitter and everything. So that was neat. We'll talk about that here in a, a moment. Um, yeah. I, I thought. Uh, you know, I thought that it was a little short in the the span for this duck race item uh, or duck race. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, challenge, I guess. It seemed like it'd be better if they started maybe earlier in the the summer. Um, it was short, and to me, being that short, I mean, I I had my. I think of, you probably saw the photo. I had my duck. And I really couldn't put him out because I wanted to make sure he made it to an event. And around here, he probably wouldn't have gotten picked up if I had to put him somewhere because things move really slowly in uh, East Texas. So uh, I'm not sure how that would have worked out. But um, we uh, we dropped we dropped mm-hmm. one off at an event, our duck race, and I think it made it maybe to one cash. So oh, you know, I, I doubt that it made it to an event today, but. That's kind of out of your control, so it's a fun it's a fun idea by ground speak, but at the same time, you're not really in control of any of it. So, yeah, and um, neat idea. Um, I'm not sure, like you, like we talked about. I don't know. Um, the other item um, was uh, this. The, for the past few weeks, we've had uh, Mission GC going on. Um, now, I like the idea of that. Um, I don't know. Again, it kind of, I don't forgot, you know, it was fine. I think the duck race again, I think would have been better if it had been over a different time, but the mission GC, I like, um, I'm not really good at puzzles, so it takes me a lot longer <laughs> to get them done. I don't know. How about you? Did you, uh, did you have any trouble with the, the first couple? No, we've done the first couple and I won't give a spoiler for the last one either, but right. we, we we do a good number of puzzles, but I think both of the puzzles they had, we've kind of seen similar puzzles just out in the field too. So that kind of was an advantage. We we got lucky with that. So yeah, um, the um, the 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 first one was really neat. Uh, that one took me. Um, I've got it right here too. Um, I scratched everything out, but remember that one? That was our first one. <laughs> problem with, the problem with the problem with this. Um, that, um, oh, I, with me and puzzles, the problem with this is I look at, I, I get confused by everything. So like I'm looking up what Cascadia means and what blue, you know, bluegrass, I'm trying to tie, how does bluegrass tie into evergreen and peach tree, you know, and I'm on, I'm all, I'm all over the map, you know, instead of, and so it's, uh, I joked about with this one that, um, and I'm showing the little picture for those that are on audio only, um, the problem with this one that I ran into was what it reminds me of my first few classes, my freshman year in college, when the professor, no matter what he said, I wrote it down because I wasn't sure what it what was going on. <laughs> so, you know, I, I finally, I got a few hints and I was, I was off and running, but uh, I guess that's. Did you pun- use, go ahead. Did you uh-huh. use the hints that they gave you? I did. Um, and uh, I actually asked someone else one for a little additional hint, and, and once I got that, it made made a little more sense because I was able to kind of not get distracted maybe by all the extra stuff. But that's being puzzles. I have a hard time with puzzles. 
Sounds like you're making them harder than they have to be. I, I am. I'm always making them. I'm always making them a five instead of a you know a two or something. So, yeah. <laughs> I need to do more puzzles just so I get in the habit of being able to kind of look through the fluff a little bit or the extras and find what they're really looking for. So that was a fun one. And then, um, you know, we, uh, the second one was more brute force, I guess, mm-hmm. which was, it was, I would say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you solved without giving away what it is? Have you solved the, the third one yet? The third one I did. You know, what's funny about that. And this was something that was, it was inadvertently. Um, when I woke up, I had like, um, bunch of updates on Twitter. And so I'm like, Ooh, what's, let's see what's going on on Twitter. You know? So I, I run over there cause you know, I'm getting all these, you know, personal, you know, I'm getting included in st- what's going on, you know? So I start reading them, which I shouldn't have. And in the discussions on Twitter, there was a, a hint that was given, a, basically gave it, gave it away. Oh yeah. So that again, there's a puzzle right down the street from where we are with the same, and the, the, the answer to format. that without saying mm-hmm. the answer. Yeah. So yeah. the same exact format that somebody's done right around the street. So I had seen it before from that. Point. I knew immediately once I started doing it. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Well, it, was pictures, a, yeah. It, it was pretty, pretty obvious. It's a neat idea though. I, and I'm, I'm wondering, I don't mm-hmm. know. I, uh, and so I'll, I guess I'm, I'll never know on that one, but I don't know if I would have figured it out. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I but once I got a hint, it was of course over at that point. <laughs> the, the hint was a little too overwhelming, uh, of much, uh, too much information, but that's okay. Um, but we're, um, Susan and I are, are, we've got our plan, uh, mm-hmm. in, in place for next, this coming weekend. Um, we're actually going to, uh, I think I, I told you, uh, we were, uh, messaging back and forth, uh, this afternoon for some, uh, something else, uh, right. for another show, which I'll mm-hmm. have you and Je- uh, you and Christy on uh, later on, uh, show eighteen. Um, so you get you get two, and you're gonna be the first person to have two because you're you're there, you're there to step up. <laughs> but um, that makes me famous, I think, right? I think, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, yeah, we're um, we're dropping the the youngest off uh, for his last year of college, and I know you. Uh, uh, have uh, Hallie, who's about to start college. A little, yeah, we have a college visit coming up soon. She's a junior this year, so okay, we got so another year after this one too. But he- hard and heavy on the college visits now, so yeah. Well, good. Um, uh, so yeah, we're dropping dropping Nathan off at college, and then Susan and I are going to drive over to San Marcos, Texas. There's a new geo tour uh, called. Uh, it's in Kyle, so it's it's. It's near, it's north of San Marcos and south of Austin, but looks cool. Um, some people have done it. Um, I've so far, I think the feedback's been really good on it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we love geo tours. I was telling you, this will be our third geo tour um, that we've com- that will hopefully <laughs> complete. But we we did the Brenham tour, which is really cool. That's the uh, first one we ever did. And it was really it was dynamite. It was uh, it's in Brenham. Uh, it's the uh, history of Texas geo tour. Then we did, uh, we drove to Pensacola and when we were in Pensacola enjoying, um, uh, the beach and everything. We did the tour. It was in Pensacola, which was neat. Uh, I liked that one. It was very, it was different. So this one will be fun. Now we didn't get a chance to do the one up in your neck of the woods, but I, I think, uh, uh I am required 
by the wife to go back up there. Uh, so we'll be Good. up there. Uh, we loved it up there. Um, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, we'll kind of uh, do a little post GW4 teener uh, discussion here in a few minutes. So anyway, so that was the news. Um, the third one uh, will be out. Uh, Mission GC will be out uh, end of at the end of this week for everybody who's non premium. So you'll get the information then. So, so let's go into the show topic for tonight. And, um, uh, again, I'm uh, very, uh, thankful Jesse that you were able to, to join uh, for tonight and let's talk a little bit. We'll, we'll, um, talk a little bit about, um, we'll work our way chronological a little bit. Let's start back, um, with, uh, how you first learned about geocaching. Okay. I actually learned about it a lot earlier than we started. Uh, a buddy of mine told me about it at the time, and I was a detective for a, for the police department where we lived. And um, we went out and looked, and I was kind of shocked that this game was supposedly going on in an area <laughs> that I knew all about, and I knew nothing about it. Right. So we went out, and uh, we found one. We didn't even have a smartphone at the time or a GPS. We just wow. looked it up on the computer, and awesome. I knew the area pretty well, so it was in a parking lot. Obviously, you know where this is going, but I didn't know at the time. And uh, we found it, and it was an LPC, you know. Hey, um, we looked around one. for a while. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We found that's it. Right. And um, and then um, I went home, and I told my wife and my daughter at the time, uh, mm -hmm. my oldest. Yep. And they were not interested at all. They said, that, <laughs> that sounds terrible. That doesn't sound like anything you want to do. <laughs> Look, looking for trash in parking lots? That doesn't sound like fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, we, we didn't do it. So we didn't go geocaching. Mm -hmm. And then we moved a couple years later to Colorado. Mm -hmm. And there was an article that just came out. And I, I wish I knew which article it was now. I, I don't. But it came out and it, it was talking about them and how they're on top of mountains and all this extreme stuff. And so uh, we, uh, we got interested again. We downloaded the free app, which was really terrible at the time. Right. And there was one like 200 feet away from us. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> so awesome. we're like, oh, let's give this a try again. So <laughs> we were bored. We didn't know the area. We didn't find it. So oh, no. uh, we went over there. No, didn't find it. It ended up being like a mag one of those magnetic key holders on oh, a sign, yeah. which is very obvious. But we didn't know what to We had no idea what we we're looking for. Well, yeah. If you, if you don't know what it is. Yeah, it was really what got us hooked is we didn't find that one. And then yeah. so we. They'd only showed you like I think three at the time, if you remember that that, right. that intro the, app, the free app, yeah, the intro. Yeah. yeah. So the next one, we went to go find the next one and couldn't find it either. So then we were really determined. So we were riding all over the city looking for one, and we finally found one. It was getting dark, and it was on a bridge, and we finally found it. And I think that's what got us hooked: the fact that we couldn't find the first two, even that's though they were really neat. easy. So it was fun. <laughs> Instead of getting discouraged, you're like, "All right, we're in this now. Let's get after it." <laughs> That's, that's kind of how our family is. So if I think if we would have found that first one that day that we tried, we never would have been into geocaching after that. that we wouldn't have liked amazing. it again. So, And amazing. Um, now, where uh, – and we could go on for hours with, on this, this question, but I love to hear some of the stories. Where has geocaching taken you? Oh, gosh, that is a good one. We've uh, – I know we've been just since we started geocaching, uh, we've been to 30 something or almost, mm -hmm. I think I had to look at it, but around 30 States. Wow. Yeah. Um, just That's recently awesome. went to Canada. Um, we've been, 
on a couple on a cruise. So we got to hit, pick a couple countries up there. And um, now the the cruise. This is interesting. We're I'm going to talk about uh, mm-hmm. a cruise next next uh, this coming Sunday with um, Valena uh, Mahar. Um, was that cruise specifically for geocaching, or did you incorporate geocaching into the cruise? Uh, we incorporated geocaching okay. into the cruise. Okay. And there was the three normal ports that you would hit on a regular cruise. And this is before we knew much about events and stuff. So we went and um, in two of the three places, we were able to find a geocache while we were out in town. Okay. We didn't have enough time in the other one. But um, so it was neat. And we found some other geocachers on the boat, too. But no, there was not. It was just a regular cruise. Okay. Yeah. The, that's cool. Yeah, I'd like to go. Well, Slinky Mom wants me to go on a cruise, just just to go on a cruise. But I've thought about the the Land Sharks, um, which I'm going to talk to. They they do a geocaching cruise. That'd be cool because that's like that would be yeah. Because you're like dedicate like they're like really help you set up for caching while you're while you're cruising. So very cool. Um, now you've been to uh, a lot of uh, a, being in Colorado you've got a, a huge advantage over so many people. <laughs> I mean, you can go to unbelievable. I mean, we had, uh, we had an incredible time in Colorado, uh, uh, back in July. Boy, it's, it's been, it's amazing how time flies. Um, um, so where else, what are some of the things in Colorado that come to mind as far as, uh, geocaching for you? I know there's a lot, but. Oh yeah, there is. And I kind of like the adventurous side of geocaching uh, for me personally. We we geocache as a family a lot, but I, I go out on my own some too. And uh, just the hikes that you can do here, you know, 30 minutes from, from our front door and, and we're in the mountains, we're in the Rocky Mountains. And, and there's caches all throughout that area, obviously. Right. Um, and we've been to ones that, you know, you have to camp in your Jeep the night before, start at 4 o'clock in the morning and hike, you know, 8 to 12 hours and – it's just great. And, and you're awesome. in just the most beautiful country you can imagine. So, oh, and that, that's oh, yeah. fine for me. Just doing that whole weekend just to find one cash is I'm perfectly happy with that. So yeah, it's that, great. Is, that is hard for some people to imagine, but it's wonderful though. Like you said, um, to get to the top and find, obviously they're usually pretty, when you're, when you're in that kind of, um, terrain, I'm thinking that getting to the cache is uh, well, obviously an adventure, but getting to it is finding it's probably not necessarily that hard or it, I guess it depends, doesn't it? It depends that uh, we had, um, we did an event, a hiking event at one, um, I think it was in December a couple of years ago. And there was uh, a dozen or so people that were going to show up like a standard hiking event. And as the time grew closer, like here in Colorado, it always is. The weather got worse and worse. Uh, it ended up being about 13 degrees that day, wow. and uh, it mm-hmm. snowed the whole time. So by the time we got to the start of the hike, there was only three of us there. So we hiked, <laughs> okay. and the goal was there was a goal at the end of it at the top of this mountain to hike up and uh, find this cache, you know, as part of the hike. And we got all the way up there uh, after about a four-hour hike, never found the cache. Oh, so, wow. We spent all day looking for this cache and couldn't find it. The snow was just too deep by the time we got to the top. So, Oh, my. Which now, is always mm-hmm. a possibility here that there's snow at the top. We saw snow this weekend. So, Wow. You know, um, now on that particular one, 
Was it actually there and it was just so hard to find because of all the snow? It was. We even confirmed with the owner that was there before we left. And uh, it was actually, you know, ammo can hidden up in the in a wilderness area. And just, you know, when you get up there and the conditions were so bad, you just couldn't get to it. But mm-hmm. it's just part of the game, I guess. You know, you can't you can't find them all. <laughs> and we'll eventually get back out there in another group hike to find it. But <laughs> that day it was just a, a sad face for us. So Oh, yeah. But you, but but fun just to go out. You know, and I know, you know, I know that you've, you, you had a great time. I know. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. What's interesting. I think some people don't realize, um, and something I didn't realize till, till we went this uh, last July was there are some, and some of yours, um, that are, um, where I goes that aren't, these aren't, these aren't your father's where I goes there. They can be tough. Um, which is fun. I like that idea. Um, talk a little bit about, uh, some of the, where I goes that you, and I've, I've got one where I go. So I'm sort of in the, where I go family in a sense. And I've done, and I've done where I goes and I really encourage everyone. I know. And what's funny is we were talking at the, um, the duck event we had and somebody there was, um, just bashing where I goes. And I really didn't, I didn't really have the time to kind of, defend where I goes at this point with him. I was like, eh, I'll just let it go. But tell, tell us a little bit about, um, the, where I goes you've set up on, and kind of, um, what, why, where I goes mean what they do to you. Well, I do. I love where I goes. Um, but to be honest, probably every bad thing that they were saying about where I goes is true. Also, but the builder is terrible. So if you actually get into building a, where I go, it is just a terrible program. And I know somebody in ground speak is probably cringing when they hear stuff like that, but it's terrible and they know it is. They, so they hopefully is. they'll eventually build it up. And I've, there's some people at ground speak that are pretty big fans of it. And I think they're going to have a web-based builder eventually. That's my guess. Yeah. Um, but for right now it, it's clunky. It's hard to build, but it's I, so robust in what it can mm, do. Now I use the third, the third party one, um, the Fox, um, oh gosh. I'll, yeah. I'll, the online. Yeah. The online one by, uh, ground Fox. Yes. By ground I Fox. Think, yeah. Um, it's good. And he, but he's a, and we've talked, chatted with him a little bit and he's tried to get a lot of that stuff built in there, but he's only been able to get some of the functions built in. So it'll do a basic thing, but it won't get everything yet. And I know he's had some troubles trying to get that going. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pretty passionate about where I goes too. Um, I like them and I've slowly learned how to build them. Uh, I'm a Mac guy. It's a PC program. Right. So already there's a problem. I have to dig one out of the closet just to make it work. Um, <laughs> but um, the, I like them a lot because we don't have virtuals anymore. So right. if you have, if you want to put a container in a really good place, but it's off limits, you can offset that container, but you can still walk through all the virtual parts where you wanted it. Um, and you can set them up for nighttime and, you know, audio and, and, and pictures and other things like that and a lot more interactive experience along the way. So they're fun. Yeah. There's some things I think people don't realize that, uh, that you can do with, with where I goes. I've done very simple ones, which is fine because I'm just trying to, you know, get my feet wet in in the process. Mm -hmm. But I've read about, have you, um, somebody sent me, um, a, and I need to go back and I haven't had a chance to do it, but they sent me, um, a, uh, for me to beta 
uh, not, not, I mean, it's out there, but for me to do it just so I could learn it, which is a reverse where I go. And I know you're familiar with mm -hmm. reverse where I go. What, what all tell, tell me, tell us, tell us a little bit about reverse where I goes real quick. So the reverse where the reverse where I go, uh, and there's a couple different versions. I, I built one for somebody here locally, and we have one of the same ones that you're talking about. Uh, it shows the distance to the cache each time you push a button or, or do some action within it. Uh, I built one for a, a guy in a city just south of us here, and you have to answer a question on Colorado Trivia, and if you get it right, it shows you your distance, and you move, you know, oh, that's you move cool. closer. Distance or bearing, it's usually mm -hmm. how they are, you know, uh, which direction it is. And if it's set in the boundaries of like a park, you can figure it out, you know, so it, it you're a mile away. Now you're half a mile away, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, pretty neat concept. Um, and, you know, you can add pretty much whatever else you want into it. But the neat thing about the where I go, just like the one that the beta that you've got yeah. is if you've got somebody that builds them, you can send that to somebody else and they can put it in their area right. so they can make right. it how they want their own and everything else. And we uh, I've done that for several people because they don't want to mess with the builders, but they do want to where I go for the area. Mm -hmm. So we've built them for people in all over the United States and in South Africa and Canada and Australia and a couple other places like that. So they don't want to get into it, but they'd really like to have one for their area. So we, we cool. save them a little bit of time. Now, um, now I've, I've heard about uh, one and I don't, I don't know if you have now how many, cause you have how many where it goes. Do you think? Uh, I don't know. 20 or 30. <laughs> uh, Active ones. I don't really have that many active ones. Oh, I've okay. built a lot for a lot of people, okay. but we don't generally have that many active ones because I want to be able to maintain every cache that I have. Mm -hmm. um, so but yeah, you, I don't think maybe, mm -hmm. maybe a dozen or so that we actually okay. have active right now that are under our account. We've built dozens and dozens for other people, but we yeah. don't have that many right now for us. Okay. Have you heard of one, and I don't know how this would work. Um, it's an invisible maze. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's several set up like that because you can set up like geolocation type boundaries inside them. So you can, it's pretty, it's pretty robust. The program is it's hard to build, but pretty robust as far as what you can do. You can do a, the only thing that I haven't seen a way to do is add video. So there's no video capability for it, but audio pictures you know, locations, timing, all that other stuff you can, you can add in there and, you know, choose your own adventure type things. So they're okay. a lot of fun. We, uh, one, and you were kind of alluding to earlier, one that we built was, um, a where I go that you have to hike a couple 14ers yes. to get, so the stages are at the top of 14ers instead of in a parking lot. So those are a lot more fun. Um, but it's Colorado. What do you expect? Right. So. <laughs> That's a lot different than a parking lot. <laughs> because we're talking 14,000 feet. Mm -hmm. um, now, it, are the, on the two 14ers, is one of them at least Pike's Peak? Nope. So I can no, drive? you have to hike to them. Yeah, uh, no, you can't drive. Darn it. Yeah, it's, uh, now, in, in fairness, they're not very hard 14ers. They're, okay. they're not the easiest one, but they're not the hardest ones either. So you can hike them uh, in one day, which we okay. did, and I hiked them with a group. Um, and then find the cash after that. So you can do it all in one day. Okay. So you don't have to hike and then do another hike another day. So, okay. That's okay. That's uh, something I need to do. Well, I, I'm, as you, <laughs> as you got to see, I am in better shape now. I'm a hundred pounds less. Um, so I, I think I can, um, do, I think I can, um, 
get out into the wilderness a little easier. Oh, and uh, I didn't have any trouble um, this uh, on the, the, the Denver trip or the Colorado trip. Um, Slinky Mom and I did um, go to Rocky Mountain National Park uh, a couple times, and we drove through and we hiked some. I would like to have hiked a little more, but um, we tried to pack. You know, so there was so much packed into that week. Uh, we need to come back, but um, I did okay. Um, uh, I'm doing better getting out for longer uh, hikes, um, mm-hmm. and so that that's good. So I'm, I'm, I encourage everyone. Uh, if they can to, uh, to, well, we, we have a, we have an interloper who has just Uh-oh. appeared on the show <laughs> here. Um, so, um, anyway, yeah, so I'm doing better on the, um, get, getting out and, in um, and, and doing more hiking, but, uh, uh, well, that's good. You gotta, you gotta take it slow and be careful as we can all get injured out there. So, oh yeah, absolutely. So speaking of, being injured, which I'm going to do to him soon, um, <laughs> which I can't because he's all way up in Washington. Chris, are you are you uh, are you on board now, or can you hear me? Well, Gary, I can hear you just fine. Let me log into my computer, and we'll get much better audio. Okay, that sounds great. We'll we'll get, we'll catch up with you in a little bit. So, all right. Okay. So, um, so Jesse, talk a little bit about your um, what. Uh, you did uh, this. Let's see. Let's do. Yeah, let's do this weekend. What? What? What all okay. um, did you did you complete? Because I saw the photo, but I want to hear about it. So we actually didn't go out and get a lot of caches, and and kind of, you know, like we talked about before, how do you stay interested in things like that? We're focusing on certain caches, so it wasn't a caching weekend. It was our anniversary weekend, right? Um, and. Christy, who you've met, my wife, she she does all the planning in our family. If I if I have to plan it, we're going to be in bad shape. It's it's no good. Uh, she you know she found us a great hotel in this little t- in Georgetown, which is a little mountain town in Colorado, and uh, we were kind of looking at um at three milestones for this weekend, like I like I mentioned on Twitter or whatever. But it was our 18th anniversary, so we wanted to have a good, nice weekend. Yay. We also just happened to notice. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> We also just happened to notice that we we're about to hit 4,500 caches. So, because um, we, we, you know, we're not big on paying attention to the milestones until they get to the thousand. And yeah, we haven't hit that many of those. So yeah. we're only right over 4,000. So, um, but 4,500 is kind of a milestone too. So, yeah, very cool. We, you, were that, um, you were that close we, to it probably. So you're like, hey, well, that's right. Yeah, we're only a couple of away from it. So uh, we'll we, uh, we looked around and found out what was close by. And she had never hiked a 14er. So she wanted to go hike a 14er and, and Mount Beerstadt was close by. It was only uh, like 10 miles away from where we were going to stay. So there just happened to be a where I go there. Woo-hoo. Oh, so I was very happy. So she had me hooked already. And uh, this is one of those Colorado where I goes where you hike up to a 14er, find a bench, get some information off of there and then hike back down and, and go close by and find the actual container. Oh, okay. So it made for a great weekend. The whole weekend, we got a where I go, we got a couple milestones, you know, and a benchmark. If anybody likes those, oh yeah, and uh, stayed cool. in a nice little town we had never visited before. So it was it was a really good weekend. But it was all about as far as ge- the geocaching side. It was really only about one cache. Yeah, it wasn't about going and getting clearing out the whole town. And there were several in this little bitty town of population, probably only you know four hundred people or something in this small right. town. There was there were several caches there that people had dropped, and uh, we intentionally didn't 
go clear out the town because we want to go back there in the future. So sure. we only got, I think, maybe one at the entrance to the town or whatever, and um, that that makes it a lot more fun than rushing around all weekend and making everything about geocaching. We had a great weekend, got a great geocache, and still, yeah. you know, got to have fun. So well, it was and, good. That's a good way to focus. Yeah, and and it's what a great. Um, this is something that Slinky Mom and I love to do, which you and I are are kind of in a a great. Um, situation because we have wives who um, not only just tolerate geocaching, they love to go geocaching. So that really helps. And so uh, we love to travel, um, mm -hmm. go on, go in your case, it was, it was a combination weekend, you know, just time, time away, uh, you know, and uh, get a chance to, you know, have that anniversary. Uh, time, but also you know pick up a cache and and sort of plan and do some hiking because you mm -hmm. know, I know I know you guys love it. And I need to do uh, a lot more uh, around here though. There's not a lot of there's a lot of hiking, but it's more it's um um horizontal. There's not a lot of vertical <laughs> hiking in uh, yeah. East Texas. But uh, anyway, we'll see someone who I think did some vertical hiking has joined us for tonight. And that would be the bad cop. Chris, is that true? That is true, Mr. Slinkard. Thank you so much. Um, and what do I owe you? Because, <laughs> well, anyway. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, well, yeah, no, you'll, you'll, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll work out the negotiations even after later. the show. Yeah. That's no problem. Uh, <laughs> now, now I heard, now, did you do your vertical hike uh, during the Going, Ape, Going Ape event? Well, yes, there was some verticality to it. Uh, the, you know, just like um, uh, Memphis Mafia here was saying, uh, you know, this event that I went to yesterday is really about one cache, and and that that's beautiful. It really is. Um, if I give a little history, mm -hmm. you know, back in two thousand and one, geocaching and Universal Studios got together to do the Planet of the Ape series or the uh, Project Ape. That's yes. the alternate primate uh, primate right. evolution. Yes, Ape series. A dot P dot E dot. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I believe there were fifteen missions around the world. Uh, yes, that is so, correct. Some um, of them a little right, weird, weirder than others. Exactly. Exactly. Well, right here in Washington State, we had mission number nine, Tunnel of Light. Yes. And. And the idea was you walk through a tunnel. Now, this happened to be a rail tunnel that had been converted to a trail, you know, rails to trails project. It was a, it's a long tunnel. It's two over two it's, miles. Exactly. It's two and a quarter miles. Wow. And um, walking from one end to the other, there's a slight turn in it. So if you start at the eastern end, mm -hmm. uh, you come across that turn quickly and you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But right. it's amazing as you walk, that light isn't getting brighter and bigger. It's a <laughs> long way down there. <laughs> wow! Now, um, you've done most of the caches, obviously, there, because you've done to, you've gone to the Project Eight Mega several times. Several times, yeah. Okay, and, and that, um, that original that uh, it was sort of the second to the last uh, ape cache that that finally uh, went archived. Now, um, you've also probably done the replacement that they put in the tribute 
the tribute cache, exactly. Okay. So uh, Wits End and I actually made the hike up. The tunnel was closed, so we had to hike up that vertical slope. Yeah, because t- you said there was one at yeah. the top you hadn't done before. And that was, uh, well, we did that for our 500th cache several years ago. Oh, okay. I thought there was one up there that you hadn't done. Well, there was. So oh, there okay. was one called uh, Checking for Leaks on the Roof of My Cave. And That's a cool um, name. Yeah, thought in you know I talked to people about it and said that's the one I want to do this weekend. They said, oh, you could drive to it. Nearly, I'm like, well, okay. So um, you know we went and did the the mega event. There were uh, lab caches to do. There were five lab caches there. Yes, um, I actually have them in the uh, and I'll I'll put them uh, in the the show notes. But um, I pulled them up. Um, now what did I do with them? I have them here as well. Yeah, that's okay. All right. So anyway, anyway, yeah, so the uh, caches the, were fun. They look good. One of them was the the ape itself. Yeah. Well, there was a metal <laughs> statue of an ape, a cutout. Right. Uh, the ape for the project ape is kind of funky. It, it kind of looks like it's I don't know. Uh, he is dancing with uh, yeah Michael Jackson or moonwalking. We can't quite figure out what he's doing. Yeah, kind of like this. <laughs> hey, hang on. Let me, let me put me on me here. More me. It's like this. He's kind of like this weird kind of thing. Okay, that's enough of that. So, so um, <laughs> the 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 cache that I wanted to do, uh, the looking for leaks on the roof of my cave. Um, you know, we we drove around. Of course, navigation doesn't work really well up there. It tried to take us down roads that didn't exist. Mm. So, you know, we kept pushing our way up to where we thought it should be, and pretty soon navigation agreed with us. Oh, good. You're on that road. Good. I'm glad you got there. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Siri. That's awesome. <laughs> way to go, Siri. And um, there was one spot we looked at it and we go, this car that we're in doesn't have good ground clearance. There's no way we're making it. So, it, you know, it's a quarter of a mile. It's not a huge hike. Sure. So now you stop. Um, Yes, yeah, stop and walk. And as we're getting out of the car, uh, another cashier comes by in a huge uh, Ford Super Duty pickup. Okay, he wasn't and one of those. He looks at that. He wasn't one of those okay. Jeep guys, because you know those Jeep <laughs> no. guys. I tell you. Hey now. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, Jesse. I, I didn't mean to. Did we say that out loud? Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't a Jeep. It was. Okay. It was a Ford. And he looked at that and he goes, "Well, can I make it without scratching my paint?" I don't know. <laughs> It, it was pretty narrow, pretty bumpy. And he goes, I'm going to try. And he goes a bit, and he stops and gets out, and he says, well, that's where the cash must be. And we looked, and we go, no, it's still beyond that. He stopped. He uh, he determined scared. that. Well, no, there, it, it started to go downhill, and he would have to back up. There's no place to turn around. Oh, okay. And thought, you know, better part of valor, I'll stop here. And, and we walked in, found the cash together. And, cool. uh, yeah, he... It's a good thing he made it out. He got to the towards the top and and had a little trouble. We're thinking, yeah, we got a little Hyundai. Good luck. We're not pulling you out. <laughs> right. But uh, but he made it anyway. So he had the vehicle for it, but he didn't really have the driving skills for it. You know, I don't I I don't think that uh, Super Duty was four wheel drive, or he didn't put it in four wheel drive. He was just spinning the back tires backing up. Oh, okay. And backing up in a pickup, you don't have a lot of weight over the tires, so. You know, you don't always get the best traction to climb up a, a rocky trail 
slightly uphill. That's why you should have a Jeep, right, Jesse? That's right. A Jeep yeah. would have made it with no problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, what's funny, um, the, um, and I think we, I don't know if, I think we talked about this when we were in Denver, Jesse, but um, there are a lot of folks, that, a lot of geocachers that get out. I know you do this too, right? Where you get out with other Jeep people, Jeep, mm-hmm. Jeep fans and go geocaching together in Jeeps. Yeah, we actually went out with a group uh, either last week, uh, last weekend, the Mission GC to find the multi. Was that last weekend, I think? Yeah. We all went out and found one. Uh, so a group of us in a couple of Jeeps went out to some – you had to have higher clearance vehicles for it and went out and went out on some trails. And you pretty much can only get to those caches if you have uh, an off-road vehicle. So there's a lot of people. It's, it's easy to find somebody in this area that, that has a Jeep. You know, Jeeping's pretty big up here in Colorado. So Right. Well, and also, I mean, where, where you are, Chris, I mean, you're not – you're no stranger to being in um, the high country uh, on that area. So I guess – um, do they have, do you know of people in your area that also are like Jeep enthusiasts that go geocaching? Oh, definitely. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a very popular thing. Um, you know, I personally don't own one, you know, so don't, you know, group right. me in that, in those people that go out jeeping for, for caching. That's not me. Uh, but, <laughs> right. but, um, that's, you know. But you're a fan a of a minute commute back and forth. You know, I just yeah. need something little. Now, do you, um, are you someone who does get out a lot into the, the high country or do you feel like you do more in between country kind of, you know, I probably do more urban caching than I do, you know, out in the high country. Okay. I only go out a couple of times a year, you know, setting goals like, like this one. And in fact, let me toss out a GC number for that mm-hmm. cache that I found this weekend. Yeah, sure. GC three, two Zulu Victor one. Two Zulu Victor, Victor, Victor one. one. Okay. And, um, well worth, so, you know, yeah, I, it, it was, it was, uh, it was good. Uh, you know, it's not, it's got 19 favorite points. It's not a huge favorite, but it was one of those that, you know, I'd found caches on this side of it and that side of it through the tunnel, but not on top. So mm-hmm. it was one of those that, you know, that that was the thing I was going to go out and do. There are caches all around there. Um, at the beginning of this mega event, or actually technically before it starts, uh, there's always a group that goes up and does the hike to GCD. The catchy name of this cache is called Geocache. <laughs> and... Uh, well, it's all the old ones. It seems like have this name of geocache. I need to do one just for the heck of it. People go, "Wow, that gotta be that's gotta be an old one." It just has the name geocache. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it, you know, it's a hike up there. It nearly killed me, but I did it. Um, and you know, they they do it like four hours. The start is four hours before the mega event, so it gives you time to get up there, find it, come back down, and still attend the mega event. Uh, we did it last year, and it was a blast. Uh, you know, so I thought, you know, we've got why we're out here. Let's go do another one. Uh, there's another cache nearby that's called uh, Ketchulis Crossing. Now, okay. I'm pretty sure I've I've uh, told you about this one. It's normally a Terrain Five cache, except 
in the summer. Uh, it's in the middle of a reservoir, oh. and the reservoir is dry, so you can walk out to it. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So it's almost the opposite of what some people have, which is a frozen lake. Right. <laughs> when uh, I think, um, oh, um, uh, Derek, uh, he did a video um, of where they did uh, a train five because there was no way to get out to this little island except they walked it when it was frozen. So uh, sort of the exact, this is sort of the opposite. So um, so you've done that one before. Did you do that? You did that one? Did it last year. Okay. Did it last year. So while you're going out to this mega event, which typically follows the block party, there was no block party this year. So they moved it up to Saturday. And uh, I don't know the numbers. I'm guessing there was more than 500 people there. So if they're going to... Uh, continue on with this series. I hope they do. Uh, it will retain its mega event status. Okay. But that's a that's a very popular one. That one is uh, GC Papa Charlie Beta. I'm sorry, Papa Charlie Beta Delta. Yeah, I okay. was right. Um, so fairly old. Yeah, fairly old. 134 yeah. favorite points. Oh, neat. Yeah. So far more popular. Uh, that's the one that. You know, if you if you listen to uh, my podcast, Caching in the Northwest, we often riff on Land Monkey for driving into the middle of a lake. Oh, did he really? I don't remember that. Yeah, he drove into the middle of a lake. Now it was dry, but you know, you look at the GPS, we're driving on the water. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> so that's that's how we uh, you know give him heartache for driving into the middle of a lake to get a geocache. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, he also he also did a video on that one. If you're interested, I'll okay, yeah, up. I'll go check that out. Um, so the um, there was some when we were at, we were at um, and I've I've talked about this a little bit before, and actually I'm gonna end up talking about it a little bit next week. But there was we had some guesses going on uh, during the end of um, uh, Woodstock that um, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, he thought that. The block party went away in preparation for a possibility of having Woodstock there. And I still think that's a possibility. I do know that they're wanting to maybe have people branch out, but I still think they can branch out and still have a, a, a mega, uh, have Woodstock up in up in that area. Maybe, maybe Portland would be better. I don't know, but you got next year's is in North Carolina. So I'm wondering if they want to bounce back somewhere in the West. Oh, well, Jesse <laughs> might know. Jesse was on the committee for 14. He probably knows what 16 is. What's, do you know what 16 is Jesse? No. And I'd probably be shot if I told anyway, <laughs> if I didn't, know. So, <laughs> I have good no idea, Jesse. but I, I will be at uh, the next one though. I will be. Oh, at 15. good. Well, I will, I will be there too. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely get together and, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, we were at Casa Bonita. How about that for a place? Let me see. I think I got the, here's the path tag for it. Cat, cat. Get it to show up. Oh, there it is. Chris. We talked about it. I'm jealous. Casa I'm jealous. <laughs> I've heard the, the stories on this. So we're at, we're at Casa Bonita and, um, we had a we had a a little 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 group um, of, of folks and um, Christy was not back yet, but Hallie was there. And your I love your mm -hmm. daughter. Um, 
Jesse, she is a fun, fun young lady who um, is just, um, uh, I know that uh, she's going to be, um, you know, off to college next year. So you get one more year. It's her junior year this year? So you got yeah, junior year this year. So we got her for about junior. a year, a year and a half, two years left. Yeah. So yeah, before she heads off. Well, anyways, but she, it was fun to, to talk with her uh, and, and you and the other folks there uh, during that. But I did hit them up, Chris. I said, um, so where's the next one going to be? And they're like, uh, yeah, I'm not, we're not telling you anything. <laughs> you know, from what I understand, I have several friends that are also on the committee. Um, you know, they don't really know that far ahead of time. No, They may know, you know, a couple of months, but you know, a year later, no. And yeah, they're sworn to secrecy. It, yeah. It's part of the Illuminati or something like that. Yeah, this was you know a few days before for before fourteen or so. Uh, uh, but it was it was fun to at least ask just to kind of. Oh, see watch. now he would have known a few days before fourteen. <laughs> yeah, which no one no one and Taylor are two different things though. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and but he's it, still alive, so he he kept his mouth shut. He That's did. Right. He didn't. He didn't say. Uh, but it was fun asking just because I knew I'd get a fun reaction from him. But mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, we've we've got it planned i mean we've got reservations i actually grabbed two reservations i got one in waynesville and one in Asheville. i probably won't keep the Asheville one i think i'm actually staying in waynesville it's not we're, we're gonna stay at a bed and breakfast that's our plan i don't know about Gary, where we, Gary, you guys Gary. are gonna be but what's that don't let it go don't let the bed and breakfast go or the Asheville no. one either one you got to keep both of them and okay. then you know two three weeks before the the event then you start auctioning it off. Auction I've got a reservation. <laughs> you know, and I'm telling you, you can pay for your entire trip. It's kind of like a Super Bowl ticket. <laughs> Once you've got that reservation, it's worth its weight in gold. Yeah, I, I, I what's funny is I, 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 uh, I had two for Denver. Uh, end up keeping one. I had one. Uh, another, another friend of mine uh, could get, couldn't go, and I gave up on it. But you know, you're right. I probably should have kept. The other one, but uh, yeah, I've got I got two for now. But I, I'm I know I'm not gonna. I, I think we're gonna stay. I think is we're this why the, I can't get reservations anywhere nearby? No, You've, I just we just you gone up. and bought up all the all the low price hotels nearby. <laughs> well, the the other one doesn't cost me anything until I actually stay there. So that's the other problem with that one. So I actually put some money down on the Waynesville uh, one, but oh well. We'll, 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 I can always get my money back on that if we did switch. But anyway, enough about Woodstock. Um, <laughs> enough of that. So um, let's let's. Uh, I want to ask both you guys something because you both been around um, the block uh, bef- a while. I'm not like saying a you're block old. party. Like a block party. I'm not saying you're old <laughs> or anything. But um, I'm gonna start with Jesse because um, you just found 4,500. 4,500 hundred geocaches and only a few of them are, are lamppost caches. So, um, what, <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to someone who maybe isn't to that point, but they've gotten to a point, whatever it happened, whatever number it happens to be. And they're like, I don't find I, I, I've lost interest. Um, what do you say to somebody like that? Well, for us, and we, we geocache as a family, so we have different interests too, but we, uh, we just hit five years. At, we, actually, we hit it at Woodstock was our five years of geocaching. So we, 
we've been cashing a few years, not as many as a lot of other people, but really what we did for the first five years was play around with all the different types and yeah. different types of cash and see what we really liked best. And uh, for us, really, geocaching is right there equal with travel. We love to travel. So that's where a lot of our, our caching has come from is when we go and travel somewhere, um, of course I have to pick up a where I go wherever we travel, even though the rest of the family doesn't like them as much. <laughs> and uh, and uh, my wife likes all the history stuff. And I have a – she's just now nine. So for her, LPCs are still just the neatest thing that she can go and find one all on her own in a parking lot. So she loves that. And so we all have our own our own little sections that we like. So yeah, so yeah for your, your youngest daughter – Right, mm-hmm. Is nine, and uh, um, I didn't get to meet her. I was, I, 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 she was off visiting the the grandparents. So I, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but I, I would love to have met her. She looks like a doll. Um, but she, I, I like the fact, uh, or uh, it's neat that your whole family still loves to to geocache. So it is. It's fun for us. She's nine, and actually, when she turned nine, she hosted her own event, her own birthday party event for That's local a- geocachers and. Uh, made their own prizes for the raffle, not raffle. She just gave it away, but right. she made a handmade bag with her grandmother, with it's a trackable and everything, and uh, got up, stood up on the chair, and and did the little speech and everything, you know. And That's awesome. I was nowhere near that brave when I was nine. It was uh, so it was proud daddy moment, you know. She had a, fifteen people showed up, and it was early in the morning at donut shop. It was just fun because she wanted a whole weekend of fun stuff, right. and she decided she wanted to host her own event, so she sure did. It was it was great. It was a lot of fun to watch as a dad. So, oh, that is awesome. You, you know, I, I and I think that I think the well, let me, well I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave mine to the end. Let me let me stop for there. Go ahead and go ahead and keep going, Jesse, and then we'll go over to ask Chris some stuff. Go ahead. Well, I guess settling in now is just as you've passed certain milestones or certain amounts of time, you don't want it to get stale, so you have to find out what you really like. And for me, and and we've talked about this when you were out in Denver, but. It's mm-hmm. it's finding that challenge. So I I actually have the next seven caches I want to find picked out, but they're probably going to take me a couple years to get to because they're all over the country. So mm-hmm. it's it's having something to look forward to and that that really exciting and that's much more fun for me than than driving down the road and getting a hundred this weekend. So mm-hmm. we all have our things that interest us, and you just have to find out what that is because the game is so varied. There's so much to do for everybody. So it's yeah. that's why it's such a great sport, hobby, obsession, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's great. Cause you can find what you like to do in it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, so, so Chris, um, you're old. I'm very old. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not that I, old. I have a birthday next week and it's a round number. Um, and, uh, what's interesting is, uh, and somebody mentioned, uh, Susan's telling me what's in the chat room. Cause I can't see the chat room, uh, which is a whole different discussion about, the mess that's currently going on with Google Hangouts and YouTube and all that, but um, somebody asked if you're a real cop. I am not a real cop. However, I do I, play one in IT. Oh, is that how you got <laughs> so, this? That's how I got it, yeah. Um, okay. I, I, I'll let a little something slide here, Gary. Okay. Just between you and me. Okay. Nobody's listening. Okay. Um, you know, back when I started geocaching, bad cop, that was funny, right? With everything going on with the police I, right now, it, I know it's no longer funny. I thought so, about that. I thought about if you're changing your, you're going to change your geocaching name. I'm going to change it on my birthday coming oh, up here. Okay, cool. So I, I've got a week until my birthday. I've already gotten the name 
picked out. So right. I'm not telling you what it is, but That's I'm going to okay. tell you it's going to change. Okay. Uh, simply because I really do appreciate everything the police does for the community. Oh, absolutely, I do too. And you know, I'm a big supporter. And I, you know, this while it used to be funny, it's no longer funny, and I, I need to reflect that. So, so um, Chris, yes, uh, from a retired law enforcement officer, I just wanted to say thank you. <laughs> so I really appreciate what you're saying. I I just retired after 19 years, so it's oh. it is a hard time in the in the nation right now. So I. I thank you for even thinking about that. Well, thank you. I appreciate everything oh, you've yeah. done to keep us safe. We, we do, um, yeah, I, absolutely. I can't imagine being a police officer right now in America. Um, you know, every time I see a police officer somewhere, I walk up to them and I shake their hand and I say, thank you for what you do to keep me and my family safe. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one officer looked down at my hand, looked up at me, and he says, thank you. I don't normally get all five fingers. Oh, <laughs> so wow. you know it. It it's a big thing with me. So yeah, I mean, um, me too. I was gonna say yeah, me too. And I and I was gonna because we mentioned we had we have you know with, with Jesse being on being a uh, you know former police officer that 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 is uh, a neat. So I've got uh, mm -hmm. the good cop and the bad cop tonight. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. That's funny. Um, okay. The the name came about because I work right next to Wits End. And which is we, which is a, a which is an incredible that you survive that anyway. Exactly, <laughs> uh, that's that's a whole other story. And therapy seems to be working. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> however, we run the entire ID IT department, and people will tend to come in and say, "Hey, can we?" And I go, "No." <laughs> but you haven't heard what I'm going to say yet. It doesn't matter. No, and. Uh, it, it, a couple of times, you know, we get requests, and he goes, "You got to go be bad cop on this one." Okay. Uh, okay. You're like, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. And, you know, the name kind of stuck. Okay. Well, that, so. that's okay. Well, anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, how do you stay, because you do two podcasts mm -hmm. and you geocache once in a while. If uh, I have to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm a I, podcast, I'm a geocaching podcaster. I'm not actually allowed to go out and find caches on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> No, that's not true. But uh, <laughs> what uh, what what do you what do you do to kind of or what what what's your thoughts on people who've been around geocaching for a while and to, how to, to keep how, it fresh? Yeah, how do you keep it that way? You know, just this last year, I decided I was going to fill out my finds calendar. I've I've been geocaching since two thousand four, right? You would think in twelve years. I would have managed just to accidentally find right. a cache on every day of the year. Yeah. And that wasn't the So I made a concerted effort. And you know what? I actually didn't like it. Oh, doing because that? Because mm -hmm. doing that, yeah, I would go out caching going, I can only find one today. Because I need to keep the caches near me fresh just in case, you know, I'm coming home going, oh, stink. Today's mm -hmm. the day I need to go find a cache. So when I found my last one, in fact, they threw an event for me. Yeah, you just you just finished it. Yeah, I, I finished it actually uh, last week. Yeah, so you're, you're on the thirteenth. Yeah, they they threw it. They didn't know they threw an event for me, but they did. And uh, <laughs> I went to an event, and uh, you know it, it it's a lot of fun. So now I got to think. Okay, what's my next challenge? Um, one of the things also I like to do in this area is hike. We've got some great old caches here in Washington State and most of them are you know 
it seems 10,000 feet up a mountain. So it's, you know, I look at it and go, okay, I'll do a couple of those a summer. I'm not going to do one every weekend. You know, I'm, I'm number one, I'm too busy for that. Uh, number two, I, I don't quite have the shape to, well, I suppose if I did every weekend, I'd be in shape and it wouldn't be an issue. See, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Um, but finding some of those old caches, and you know, you come up and you go, "Well, this is the cache; it's, it's barely hidden." Uh, but you know, you, you as as you're walking up there, you're going, "Wow! How come more people aren't out here seeing this?" You know, yeah. some of those spectacular views. Um, I remember one that was just basically a rest stop on the road, but it took you down a path, and you came up to this lake surrounded by mountains that was just like a mirror and I'm thinking wow why aren't more people here why aren't mm -hmm. more people seeing this well you know geocaching brings you to spots like that and Boy, it really it's does. going to there mm -hmm. you know I get the batteries recharged it's like this is a lot of fun yeah and that's something I think that we, we, we try when we're talking to people about you know what what you know they'll ask you know why do you keep mentioning geocaching what is the deal and that really is one of the ones is that <clears throat> if I wasn't geocaching, I would not have found, and I, I can list off a lot of things. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. There was one, um, and uh, Jesse knows about about this one. It was in it's in Rocky Mountain National Park. It's down a, a, a one of the roads, and it's actually a virtual. Well, in in um, Rocky Mountain National Park, it's either virtuals where I goes or or uh, earth caches, um, which was fun. We we did a whole day when, uh, when we were there. Never found a container and had a time of our lives finding earth caches and found one of Jesse's earth caches, which um, hopefully he still gives me credit for. I think I kind of messed that one up a little bit. <laughs> but That was actually uh, on the uh, Geo Tour too. So It was on the Geo Tour, which I yeah. didn't go back and finish. I didn't get to finish the Geo Tour. So I'm, I'm, uh, we've got another reason to go back other than – Garden of the Gods and Pikes Peak and oh, yeah. all the places we missed uh, that we need to go back. But um, this one little virtual, just a, a little lone virtual, and what you do is you, you pull off um, side of the road and you actually hike back under um, the, the roadway and um, you are presented with a spectacular scene of uh water uh it's a it's a it's a uh rapids area in the uh i won't give away the but the hint is in a sign down there and that's what the virtual ask you is to what, what is on that sign well so you have to go to the sign and look at the sign and, and then of course you can answer it but the virtual took us to unbelievable i mean you wouldn't you you, you can't see it from the road most and you know most people you know even if they're you know, big fans of Rocky Mountain National Park, they don't know that it really is there. You don't know it. You can't see it really from the road. Uh, you, ro you roll over it and kind of move on to the next place. But that's one of those kind of things. And there's, we, we all three of us can mention places around that I think would really, in, would really kind of jazz people to get involved in geocaching if they um, realized the unique places that you can't, you won't really either miss, um, you know, you don't know are there, um, or they are really kind of a remote location that takes some time to get to. But yet, when you get there, you know, like you're saying, Chris, some some place that you 
take an effort to get to. Not necessarily a, a, a doesn't have to necessarily be a terrain, real high terrain, but still just mm. the mm-hmm. the views. I mean, I I, th- I think that's something that. Well, for me, there's a lot of things that have kept me doing this for 10 years, but one of them is definitely the the places it takes you. And it can you can also use it in a different way, too. To, uh, geocaching can help you expand what you already are comfortable with. We uh, I, I've got my eyes set on a certain uh, virtual in Tennessee, back where I came from, mm-hmm. that you have to be a certified scuba diver to go do. Well, I'm not. But I've already gone and looked into lessons for it because I want to go after this one cache and I, I want to do it right and I want to get you know do the have the full experience and I am terrified to go to it but <laughs> that's one of those things that I've always had on my list but I've never done because I'm so claustrophobic but uh, right. I'm gonna sign up for lessons and I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna make the trip and I'm gonna I'm gonna go get that virtual you have to dive down to get it so oh that's awesome you know it's something that. I've never done before and I probably wouldn't have ever gotten the courage to do but now that we're uh, now that it's on my list I've got to go do it. Wow, that, Jesse, yeah. there there was a dive cache that was the closest unfound cache to me for years, and it annoyed me because I'm not a certified diver. Diver, I can't go get it. It's like I, I'm fine. I'm putting this on an ignore list because it's the closest <laughs> one, and I can't get it. Oh. <laughs> so you never went after it? I didn't. No. Oh. Um, and in fact, I had read some of the logs not too long ago, and they often do training out there with new divers. And a geocacher oh, no. was bold enough to say, hey, there's a box down there. Could you find it and bring it up to me so I can sign it and then return it? And they were like, yes, that's great. We'll go do that. Oh, wow. I would have trouble what signing that. that. I would have trouble signing that log. I think yeah. I feel like I was cheating a little bit for that one. Yeah. But, you know, I guess everybody everybody plays differently. So if Exactly. The, the temptation I, I, would be there as well. So I, I thought that was brilliant, though, to ask. I, I can't go do it. Would you go do it for me? Clever. Yeah. And, and bring it up. I'll sign the physical log and you know send it down. Like, um, <laughs> I don't. I agree with you. I don't know if I would have done it, but I thought that was a, a good solution. Hey, it's creative, which is mm-hmm. what this game is filled with creative people. So I guess you got to give them points for that one. Yes. Um, well, guys, I'm going to go into a couple of the other options. Uh, feel free to um, to chime in as I mention them. Um, I have a new segment called Mega Event News, uh, and it is sponsored by IB Geocaching Supplies, the best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com. And I've highlighted a couple, and um, you guys definitely uh, you know, chime in on these. Um, I've got the list. They'll be in the show notes. And um, each week I'm going to highlight different ones but in the show notes I'm going to give you sort of a, a larger uh, list but tonight but just for time I can't really mention every one of them but I do want to point out that there's an event coming up and I I'm gonna guess that Jesse's gonna be going to this one <laughs> it's in, probably it's uh, in a few days and it is the fifth annual international earth cash event in uh, Colorado GC. 6GF5D and um I, I maybe have I spoke have I have I in, misspoken Jesse are you going to that event Yes but it's next month so it's Oh it's is it next, 10 it's 924 I did, I read that Yeah wrong. yeah 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 that so mean, it's it's 924 you've got it right in there but it's uh Okay 
Yeah. Yeah. September 24th. We are in August. I I need to, <laughs> I, I get lost very, very easily. Uh, yes. September 24th for everyone who wants to go. Notice I left out all the August ones because I was trying to put in stuff that people could like go to. So yes. Yeah, if you were here yesterday, you could have gone to. I know it could have gone to. The, <laughs> yes. I didn't want to do that. Although cause we talked about the the ape event, which was kind of cool. Uh, of course, you can't go to that one now because it's over. Uh, but yeah, so um, now that event, where is that in Colorado? Because it doesn't really say. It's in Denver. It's at the convention center, which hosts a lot of events, larger events when you come into uh, Colorado. Um, okay, I cool. don't really know much about it. I, this is the fifth annual one, and, and I've never been to the first four. So, you know, it's it's put on by the Geological Society of America. So it's geocaching. It's Omega. Um, but it's earth cash related. So the way I understand it is anybody can go to the event and there's a small section outside and then inside the event is all inside the convention center. But inside the event is there the GSA's annual meeting plus a lot of vendors and booths. So this is a little different than a mega from what I understand everybody expects to see. So there's a smaller thing outside and then an inside thing where you pay to get into. Okay. So I'm sure it's a nominal fee. I'm sure it's something small to cover the cost of the convention center, but uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I'll be there. It's it's a mega with that close. I, obviously, I have to go to it. Yeah. So Jesse, <laughs> do you have to answer a series of questions to log the event? <laughs> you should. I hope it's easier to get in the event than uh, publish an Earth cache because that's <laughs> that's difficult. But <laughs> yeah, we we talked I, about that. I just that. published my first a couple of uh, months ago. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. You. It, you got it published? Yeah, I got it published, yeah. Oh, great. It was in association with a Visit Rainier series. Uh, this is their third series. They're doing uh, 100 caches around Mount Rainier. Uh, so they've done 75. The next series is coming up soon. And they wanted I wanted to publish an Earth cache, I, and I found a great spot, started talking with some people, and they said, would you be willing to wait until the next series? Sure. And somebody from, I don't know, out of town drove through, slapped down an earth cache in the spot I wanted. No way. And left. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Okay, so they found me another spot. They said, here, we this is the spot we want you to do. Okay. So I you know, drove out there, took a look at it. And with some help, I, I, I think I did, the, I did the majority of the work. Um, but, you know, here's the questions I want to ask. And they said, no, those, those are going to be a little too, you know, difficult, I don't know, difficult tough, or, or bad. Yeah. And uh, since it's part of a series, I really kind of wanted to toss people a softball for the most part. You know, go to the place, read the sign. If you read the sign, you're going to get three out of the four questions. Then you have to extrapolate for the, the fourth. Yeah. You know, that's, um, you know, because like Jesse has that one that's on the GeoTour um, that's up there, um, talks about v- volcanoes, which, you know what, Jesse, uh, not just because you're my buddy, but I really like that Earth Cache. I know you're like, you know, We've talked about this, but yeah, I, I like that because I had no idea that I assumed all of that area was all just upheaval. But apparently, volcanoes were in in Rocky Mountain National Park, so that was cool. You can actually learn some stuff from Earth caches. That you know, geology is not my favorite by any means. However, you can learn some things from them. So that that's a pretty neat aspect of them, I think. Yeah, yeah, very very much so. So. You know, tell tell Land Monkey that we're all thumbs up to to Earth caches. So you know, I'll send. Him <laughs> I a believe note. he's found more Earth caches than have ever been placed. Probably. <laughs> well, I sent him a note one day that our our northernmost cache is near Mount Rainier, 
and it's mm-hmm. an earth cache and it's archived. And I'm hmm. thinking, how do you know, how do you archive an earth cache? I mean, give it to me. I'll take care of it, you know, cause it's just answering, you know, it's, it's well upholding. The, anyway, I thought yeah. we could get it unarchived. Yeah. That, that spot that I had chosen originally ha- and I told somebody about it and they go, there was an earth cache there. I said, there isn't now. And they looked up and they found the archived earth cache and said, here, Here's all the work done for you. Why would you archive an earth cache? I don't understand. The earth hasn't changed. You don't have any maintenance. <laughs> if they, go ahead. If oh, they don't uh, answer, yeah, if the owner doesn't know. answer, they'll they'll archive them. But um, so if I'm going to be honest, I'll tell them myself, that's our that's the least number of finds for any type for us is earth caches. We found the least of those out of any of the current types. Right. So well, I don't know if y'all will admit to that or not, but uh, mm, <laughs> I have to go look. <laughs> I, I don't have to look. I know it's terrible for us. We don't find that many of them at all. I just, there, there I don't just know. We pass ar- by them a lot. Yeah. There aren't many around us. That's the other thing is we have to drive hours to get to one. And sometimes, you know, there's, um, you know, we end up with, um, um, you know, we, we want to get a souvenir and it's like, Oh no! Please, 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 not an earth cache. Please, not an earth cache. Please, no. I, we like doing them. It's just they're, they're difficult. To, they're difficult for us to get to them. So anyway, all right. Well, we're kind of running late, so let me uh, let me wrap this thing up. So anyway, in the show notes, um, there are um, other uh, events, and I did it uh, worldwide. Um, so we've got there's events in Slovakia and Germany and South Africa and France all over. So if you're interested. Uh, go check out my list uh, again, sponsored by ibgeocaching.com. Um, also, um, and we're going to skip the product review for tonight, but I do want to mention that my product review of the week or most weeks <laughs> sponsored by Cashly. I'm wearing the shirt tonight. Um, Cashly. F- thank you. Thank you. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, Cashly is the foremost geocaching app can be found at cach.ly. Uh, each week, except for this week because we're running a little late. Anyway, uh, coming soon, uh, next week, um, show number 12. Can you believe it, Chris and Jesse? I'm on show 12. That's a great number for the Northwest, by the way. But go ahead. It is, okay. Why is it a number? Uh, We have a big thing out here for the Seahawks for the 12th man. Oh, yeah. Ah. Well, I went to A&M, and by the way, I did read that you guys are, again, allowed. Uh, Thank you. You have the licensing has been approved, again, to use 12th Man uh, in Seattle. I want to acknowledge Mm -hmm. that it wasn't our idea, but we do license it officially from Texas A&M. From Texas A&M. And we we happily do because you give us money. And and we do it better. Just saying. uh, Well, you do the pro pro version. (laughs) I won't say better. Let's say um, you do the pro version and we do the college version. So everybody's, okay. ha- everybody's happy. <clears throat> but uh, next week I've got on uh, Valena Mahar. And I'm again apologizing because I messed up her name on the show. Uh, it's a pre-recorded show for next weekend because Susan and I are going to be on a geo tour. So um, I will be uh, publishing that next <clears throat> Sunday. But we talk about her. Uh, she's butterfly girl and she was just on geocaching, uh, podcast, by the way. So catch her on that. Uh, go, go watch that episode. Um, <clears throat> geo mega road trip extravaganza was a neat story to hear her talk about, uh, her trip basically from Virginia to Denver, uh, to geo Woodstock and back and all the things she did along the way. 
uh, neat story. Um, so that's next week. Uh, week after that, uh, Lucky 13 on September 4th, I've got uh, West Virginia Tim It's going to be on. We're going to talk Arduino, breadboards, and a new geo trail. Now, that'll be fun, <clears throat> talking about the his um, smart caches uh, that are gadget caches. That'll be uh, yeah, interesting to talk to, to, to Tim. Week after that, um, on uh, the Fort, uh, geocaching, geocache talk number 14, uh, I have on Nick Hubbard from Cashly, and we're going to talk all things Cashly and from what I understand, um, talking to Nick, and I'm pretty sure Nick, if I mess this up, you know, I can, I'll do an auto correction on this uh, later on, but he's planning to actually show off some of the Cashly on the show during the li- the live show. Um, obviously not on the audio, but we'll 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 discuss it on the uh, enough so that audio listeners can get the idea. But on the live show on the YouTube. Uh, if as long as YouTube is still working, uh, <clears throat> we'll show off some of the Cashly um, better or finer points of Cashly uh, for that week. But uh, I don't know, Chris, um, how this uh, whole thing is going to work uh, with uh, uh, Hangouts on Air going away. That, um, that's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, YouTube Live is supposed to work, you know, as well. I believe the Q and A isn't going to come over. There's something uh, YouTube chat, but yeah, I'm 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 scrambling for a solution just like you are. Yeah, I mean, I was I, when I pulled it up tonight. Um, I noticed it said group chat. It was very different looking, and I thought, ooh, mm-hmm. we've got the YouTube like connected in to uh, the Google Hangout, and then of course I re- and I put a note to hey everyone, and of course nobody can see it probably except for us, and so Susan was sending me. Um, questions from the live chat going on because they're, they're still chatting away. Uh, but, uh, um, so she sent me some questions, um, and, uh, we kind of did a little bit of that way, but anyway, hopefully that'll be fixed anyway. Well, guys, um, thank you so much, Jesse. Thank you so much for, for, uh, for helping me out. And, um, Chris, um, yeah. (laughs) Love you, Gary. (laughs) <laughs> no, I I do. I appreciate you for appreciate appreciate you joining, even if it was a little bit late. That's okay. Uh, we had a good time, and I loved the uh, the interaction with everybody tonight. And uh, good uh, good talking, uh, good talking points. I think we had a good time. It was fun. Thanks. Jason. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Chris. All right. <laughs> well, that's gonna do it for tonight. So uh, Jesse and Chris, again, thank you for being on the show tonight. Hope you enjoyed the show. Email me your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocachetalk and Facebook at facebook.com slash geocachetalk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, as well as the Geocache Talk website. Tell your friends about the show. Ask them to subscribe so they too can hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, like the three of us said tonight, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. Good night, everyone. Gonna spend the day with my friends.
say 